When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Nothing's going to upset me tonight. I promise you, this is a yell-free zone. Welcome to Sports Day, Thursday night edition. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Satsy, how are you? Well, I hope it's not like last night because... I did go nuts. Well, it, I must be just the the calm one of this whole group, <laughs> myself and Daddy Vass, because what? for Monday, Tuesday, I've got Rat screaming at me constantly, mm. getting up off his chair. And you last night, you were off your bit. Because I didn't get off my chair. Just Tina for, Turner and oh yeah, but I, people just got to be stop being stupid, and then I'll calm down. Now you know, I think it is. You know, I think it's making me angry. What? It's Metallica, or. You blame my wife for bringing too much sugar oh. into the office because she's a sugar fiend. We did um, we did go on a uh, lunch date today, you and I. Yeah. And uh, what did we have? Steak sangers and a bit of garlic bread. Very mm. Australian. Yep. I shouted, of course. What is the Australian national food? Like, what's, the, what's, yeah. your, what's the this national dish? This is a dish? very good question, Scott Sattler. I don't think, is, is it just simply just a it's steak? It's a pie. It's a pie, is it? I yeah. It's got to be a pie. But doesn't didn't the pie originate from England? Yeah, I think so. But w- w- so did we. Yeah, true. So, mm. oh, I think yeah. I I don't know. It's a you've asked me this off the air because I do love my food. Yeah. But I just yeah I don't know what it is. It, I reckon it's just a plain old meat pie with dead horse on top. Mm. Yeah, probably. probably. Not not the dead horse inside. Like the, I think a rump steak. It's probably Australian. Not not the eye fillet or well, the wagyu, but I think originally it was just like the good old-fashioned rump. But then I go to a lamb chop. But is that Kiwi? Is that New Zealand? I think that's more Kiwi. See, I'd say a Sunday roast. Like a roast is an Aussie meal. No, that's Baked English. dinner. Yeah, but again, mm. so are we. Yeah, but there's something that, even though it's come from England, it wasn't really part of their staple. It wasn't their go-to meal. I've got it. What is it? Vegemite on toast. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's, it's a uni student's it, yeah. Everyone else around the world hates it. That's right. It's yeah. uniquely Australian, got owned it. by an American company. Yep. <laughs> so I reckon that's it. Well, what is it? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What is? What's an Aussie food? Well, what's our what's our dish? And don't say lamingtons because that's not even ours. No, that's a kiwi that's thing. That's a kiwi isn't? thing. Pavlova, kiwi, kiwi. lasagna, Italian. Italian. Mm. Yeah, now we what about what about the ham and pineapple pizza? Now, a little bit of Italy, a lot of Australian. Mm. What about the Aussie pizza? The Aussie pizza has to be the Aussie dish. No, because the pizza is Italian. Yeah, so. but it's half and half. Nah, no. No? No. Nah. Right, yeah. Someone will tell us. Hey, come up on the show. Uh, Knights legend and GM of footy, Danny Baderas, who got stuck in customs today in New Zealand. Wonder what he was trying to smuggle in. There is a big rumor getting around the NRL circles that he was Searched. Some of his orifices were by request. <laughs> he actually asked for a second opinion. Yeah. 
three times. <laughs> Chris Nelson from uh, Racing Queensland will join us. Got some tips for the weekend and also um, our warm-up segment. Thanks to Reams, we'll preview week two of the NRL finals. We've got the good oil for you now. Cobram Estate at Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Uh, Vale, uh, John Cracker McDonald, who, if I was right, wasn't he the original coach of the Queensland State of Origin team? You are exactly right. And what a great man he is. Or he was, I should say. This is a this is a really sad loss to not only just Queensland Rugby League, but all of Rugby League because he has such got such a great history as, as you said, uh, the first Queensland State of Origin coach in 1980, which Arthur Beats was the, the captain. captain of. But not only that, he played 13 tests for Australia, played multiple games for Queensland, was a staunch defender of the Darling Downs Toowoomba, so much so his son is in, is in government uh, in the Toowoomba, and, or the Toowoomba region now. Yep. Uh, yeah, just a, a wonderful guy. Both he and Ross Livermore formed a really good partnership in the Queensland Rugby League for a number of years, and they were two really strong administrators for the game. So, who did he play for in the Brisbane comp? Did he play for the? No, he got picked out of Toowoomba. Right, got picked for Australia out of Toowoomba. No way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's so he, he never played New South Wales Rugby League. Yeah, he he did, but after. Yeah, so a lot of them got picked out of the country back then. Yeah, right. Yeah, and um, yeah, he's, he's just a great guy. Just, okay, just a great guy. He did go and have. He did go and play for Manly. As well in the Sydney comp, so yeah, just a yeah. Uh, thoughts with his uh, seventy nine years of age. Yeah, geez, that's young mm. with his friends and family today. And according to the Courier Mail's Pete Bedell, Reynolds is set to extend his stay in Red Hill until the end of twenty twenty five. He was going to retire at the end of twenty twenty four. God, this makes me angry as a South fan. Yeah, we're all smarter in hindsight, of course. Uh, they just they made a decision based on what they knew of. Of, of Adam Reynolds. I've got to say, if, if I'm the Broncos, I'm not extending him. I'm not extending him yet. They don't have to. No. No one's really going to come and steal him at his age. He's mm. happy where he is with his family. I think you just let the start of next year play out and just continually staying in contact with him, communication with him, and and just seeing how his body feels. I, I wouldn't jump to any rash decisions And right he's publicly now. said that he is in Brisbane to stay. He loves it. Yeah. So, so I mean, he'll right. end up being there on the coaching staff. So unless he chooses doing a season or two in England. Oh, I don't think you'd do that. You don't a big family, okay. four kids. Yeah. I don't think you'd do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right, good oil. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Uh, we've got an NRL update on the way next. This is Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, time for an NRL update. Thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. I see Jerome Hughes is in serious doubt for tomorrow's match. Uh, Jonah Pezzett, uh injured. Yeah, he's injured, yeah. Uh, what is it? Tina Wishart? A tyna, ty- Tyron Wishart. Tyron Wishart. Uh, we were touch on this in the warm-up segment as well, but that could be a massive out, though, for Huge Melbourne out. Storm. Massive out um, because you need those three players, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, and Cam Munster all being connected um, if they're going to win the game. This puts them yeah behind the eight ball. Uh, even though they're at home, they still haven't been in great form this year, I think, the Melbourne Storm. So... Uh, yeah, but we'll touch on it a little bit later about what I, th- what I would do to add a little bit of spark to their side. Benji's putting his touch to the West Tigers. Dave Ferner, 
has left the club with one mm. year remaining on his contract. Yeah, yeah, he was part of their defence. And based on the West Tigers' defence this year, I suppose, uh, even though he had one year left on his contract, they want to do a complete clean-out. So it's probably best that they, they part ways. He's a great guy, Dave Ferner. From more reports, he's actually a, a really good coach. So it uh, hasn't worked out for him there. But their, their coaching team looks like being Benji, Robbie Farrow, Johnny Bomber-Morris, who's a really good assistant coach, and Chris Heinington. Now, that's great because they're all tremendous guys. I just feel as though there's too much emotion there. Emotion can be so good. They're all West, former West Tiger players. Yeah, too. but Benji, Robbie, and Chris played in the 2005 Grand Final team, and sometimes you get lost in history, mm. and you want to be able to move forward. And um, I feel as though that sometimes you can make some decisions based on emotion, and you don't want to be making decisions based on. What about making decisions based on back then as well? Mm. You know, this is what it was like in our time. Yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about, yeah, based right, purely yeah. on emotion. So Johnny Morris, I think, will be that real leveller for them. Okay. He's had a bit of time now as an assistant coach, and he's a, he's a good guy too, good coach. Alex Twell's been told he has permission uh, to speak to other clubs. Yeah, again. Is that, that's pretty big news. Yeah, probably part of just, a an, again, just cleaning out a lot of the players that have been there for a while. He's a popular player with the, with the fans. Uh, is he in your top 17 each week moving forward? Yeah, he probably is. He's a very good depth player, um, but... You know, it's it's probably some of those harsh decisions they just have to make. And, again, don't keep him there based on emotion. Yep. Bring, bring players in that we need to, to make a change. Before we go to the break, is Sterlow presenting the Clive Churchill medal or not? Well, the NRL want to do that. But from more reports, Sterlow's come out and said, well, no one's actually spoken to me about it. And I've actually got a, a golf trip organised that weekend. Didn't this happen to you? You got asked like a couple of days before the Panthers South grand final. Day before. It? Yeah. I was driving to, to Brisbane. To present the medals. Yeah, the grand final trophy. Yeah. If Penrith won, which they did, uh, you got told the day before. Seriously, they've got all year to sort this out. I yeah. mean, uh, even the... Well, this has really just emerged I, I, since I the know. Rod Churchill thing. But a month ago? Do you know, I, I like the idea of a, an ex-Clive Churchill medalist doing it. I love that. I love it. The better idea I like is a legend or a former player from each club. Yeah. Whichever club wins, well, they present the medals to the... Or the, the Clive Churchill medal to the player. Mm. Mm. All right, that's the uh, NRL updates for Mitre 10. The local business that values having yours, that's why the trade trusts Mitre 10. Denny Badiris, the footy manager at the Knights, joins us next on Sports Day. Only six metres out, Newcastle. They want to level things up. Can Badiris get there? Oh, Denny Badiris, the veteran. Hasn't wearied him. He reaches out to level things up at 12 all. Tell you what, push that veteran and age thing, didn't they, in that mm. commentary? Holds his age pretty well, this guy. Oh, he does. What is he now? Yeah. Only 33? I don't know. What uh, He's joining us now on the line. He's got, he... the, he's got the bandy legs like an 84-year-old. <laughs> yeah. And he's been <laughs> freshly frisked by customs in New Zealand. He loved it, Sats. He asked is for a true, opinion. Is it true, Danny Badiris, general manager of the Newcastle Knights, that you had a cavity search as you went through <laughs> customs in Auckland? No, not quite. Not quite. I, I didn't have anything to, to get through. Um, I just uh, hopefully we got something to get get out of here, and it's not too pointed. It's a bloody win, so mm. it'd be nice if we can get out of it. There's so many up the wars. It's um, you can tell <laughs> straight away. It's um, it's going to be a great couple of days. So yeah, from the from the air hostesses to the to the people at the airline, it's um, yeah they're, they're right involved with the war uh, with the wars and um, 
yeah, happy we're here to sort of spoil the party, I guess. It's an amazing, it's an amazing story for the Warriors, isn't it? Considering, Danny, uh, that at the moment there's a World Cup going on involving the All Blacks, and yet the Warriors have stolen the hearts and the minds of New Zealand. Yeah, that's right. The country, like we, we experienced it last week, weekend, and no, weekend, weekend with um, you know just a city in Newcastle, the, the enormity of it all, and the and how glad everyone is to see you doing well and being in that that situation to to be in the finals. That you know they've got a whole country, a whole country on their shoulders here. So um, you know there'll be a bit of pressure, I guess. We experienced it last week, and probably the, from our point of view, we get to come over here and. Um, just bed down and being camp for a little bit. The boys arrived as well today and um, do a bit of training tomorrow, get, get surrounded and really lock in and uh, put a performance in on, on Saturday night. Now, Betsy, you've been in these situations before as a player where you, you go into enemy territory, whether it's for New South Wales, Australia or, or the Knights, and and you have to really upset the apple cart on their, on their home turf in these big games, these big finals matches. What's the best message to the playing group? If you had five minutes with the playing group and Adam O'Brien said, you've been here, Bedsy, what would you say to them? How do they handle a situation like this and not get overawed by it all? Yeah, just running towards it. That's the thing, I guess. From um, And, and the, quietening the crowd down is one of the things. So the, the lot of balls uh, in play, I guess you could say, and um, you know, you're know you not bringing the crowd into it by making errors or you know, doing anything like that. That's, that's the important part. So taking the crowd out of it emotionally and that's by playing well and playing a real, um, I guess, a statistic style of footy where you can get the ball as far as you can down the other end and they don't get the ball down your end. So it can be simple, but it's just a, the occasion of, of it all is, I think, the excitement around what the boys are doing and how they're playing. They should be very confident to come over here and, and play really well. And, and they're up against the Warriors team that will, you know, they're looking to go deep into September as well. So, yeah, it's, it, it makes, it's got all the ingredients for a great night out um, for both teams. It's, um, all, all to play out, which is awesome. And but yeah, I, I guess from the players' point of view, and if you were saying to the players, it's the occasion they'll get home. So and quite in that crowd. Now, when when you talk about how well the team's been going, Bedsy, the Knights ten in a row, and a lot of people are saying, oh, it's because Kalen's not playing Origin. He's he's back on the field, and uh, he's got you know fresh fresh psychologically, he's really fresh and he looks quick. But there's more than just one player that comes to the side when you win 10 in a row. What can you put your finger on? It's something that we don't see from the outside as a reason why this Knights team's gone so well. Yeah, well, I guess if you look at it, Sats, you've got, um, oh, you know, years gone past even when I was playing at the Knights. Um, you know, you take one player out and a certain um, immortal and, and Joey and probably things would sort of break down a little bit. I guess um, from our point of view, the, the framework and the structures we've got in play now, attack and defence, um, that's the club we've always wanted to be because you look at Penrith, they can just put another player in and he does a job and whether or not it's a halfback, a winger or a centre, they, they always do a job and I feel like that's where we're starting to get to, which is great where you can, you know, Jackson Hastings won't be there, so Adam Clune comes in and he gets to he gets to play a role and he just has to play his role and he doesn't have to do anything extraordinary because the team the team structure gets him home and, and, and will help him play. So I guess... I guess that's a, a real attractive thing for us and a big step in the right direction this year. What about Bradman Best? He's, his form leaving, leading up to Origin was pretty good. Got that selection. You obviously would have spent time with him in camp as well. But since Origin, he's just exploded, Betsy. Yeah, you've got, Chase, you've got a couple of different op- options that can happen out of Origin. You, you can come real flat. 
Um, it's been a tough series, and you, you go down in a, in a tough grinding series, and you can bounce out there a little, or not bounce out there, you can come out a little bit flat. But if you get an opportunity, you know, like Bradman did, you can bounce out of there, and he experienced something um, that he wants to do it over and over again. And he also experienced a level of play that um, he knows he can get to now. So it just becomes a standard for him, and he needs to keep keep working hard to keep at that standard. And same as last week with the team, you know, we went through a period last week where you know we. Um, we're still playing final for the nice last weekend's Canberra. So they had to pull themselves and get out of a real deep hole to, to, to get that. So they've experienced something together that will stand them in good stead for Saturday night. Mate, two questions about Kalen Ponga. How's his shoulder? And what's that little round thing sitting on the top of his shoulder? Is that some sort of bandage? Little or bu- It's a little dome. Uh, yeah. It looks like a half a tennis ball. Yeah, yeah. I know. He's got something going on in there, hasn't he? So, yeah, it's, it's a protective... Uh, layer, and I'm sure there's a lot of layers in there, but uh, did did the job. I, lo- I loved when he had um, the opportunity to have his first run last week. He just got the ball, just took off, yeah. took his heart off, just ran straight into the defensive line, and I think that was a really good sign to see that. That's what how he felt, and that was his mindset. So um, not only did he had the you know he had a tough game personally from the point of view of pain and whatnot, but he he led really he led the team so superbly, you know, with his actions and his communication out on the field. So. Yeah, he's really growing and growing this year as a leader, and he's also showing those signs where he can be, you know, in the top couple, uh, which we all know he can be in this competition. And Bedsy, did the shoulder pull up okay? Yeah, no, all good. It's that, that's always, it was always the worry going into last week was, you know, how we're going to look after him this week. But it's been great to see him putting a, you know, a different coloured bib on at training, and that's obviously don't hit me bib. And <laughs> um, he's out there training, and and you know he's he's doing uh, the whole the whole session, so. That's been really good, and I think that's a big positive for for Carlin and the club. Heard Joey throughout the week talk about the scenes at McDonald Jones Stadium last week, Bedsy, and sometimes you forget when you're, you're long retired about when you guys are playing there and winning comps and but playing in final series that that yeah. the old old Marathon Stadium was rocking in those days as well. Did it take you back to let's throw out there 2001, the year you won the comp? Did it take you back to those scenes yeah. what you saw last week? Yeah, I did. I did uh, hear Joey's comments, and and we all know and love our, our Andrew Johnson, but he can embellish a little story or exaggerate a little bit. <laughs> but he wasn't exaggerating last week. That 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 was amazing. That was amazing, and he was spot on what he said. You know, from a player to watching to being you know part of the club now, I, I don't think he's ever heard a, a crowd that loud. And uh, yeah, it was it was a, a special occasion for for the club and you know where where it's been. But just to see the fans, I, I just. Go back to that where Tyson Gamble picked the ball up sort of five metres off our line and then mm. everyone was looking for Dom. He found Dom and then they, they, the crowd went up another a level again and then obviously Dom had to beat Rapana to score the try and the crowd just went berserk. And that was that was a real amazing occasion for all the fans. And there's been a lot of new fans this year, and but there's also a lot of uh, fans that have gone through some hard times with us, which um, now I've loved seeing the, the young younger generation in red and blue jerseys and they've got... Got a couple of players they love to follow there in the team. Yeah, good stuff. Now, Phoenix Croslin coming through as a 16, 17-year-old, always was touted as going being a really good half, but he's found his way into the hooker position with Jaden Braley being out. You being one of the great hookers, Beds, I know you've got a lot on your plate with the general manager role, but does Adam O'Brien get you to uh, utilise you to, to work with him as well? Because he's been probably the most improved player in the comp this year. Yeah, that general manager role has changed that role, which is great. So I'm going back out into my natural habitat, out on the field a little bit more, and being a little bit of a support pace out there with um, with Phoenix. But he he's driving 
everything for uh, his standard of play. You know, we've got a little uh, nines club that's, you know, your day off, we'll come in and do some stuff, and Phoenix drives that. And um, He's actually born in Wellington, Phoenix, uh, yeah. over here in New Zealand. So mm. I think he came over at, a, I don't know, three or four years of age. But, um, yeah, he, he uh, he's, you know, first thing, you go from a half into a number nine position, you've got a lot to defend. And I think Phoenix really enjoys that part of the game, being physical in there and, um, yeah, he's he's really enjoying his time. He's happy, and um, you know he'll uh, he'll be excited about getting out there. And this, you know, a lot of these guys first first time last week experienced the final situation, and uh, that's at home in front of our beloved fans. That you know they're going into a hostile territory, so uh, they all have to stand tall and do it together and stay together because um, at the end of the day, that's that's what they'll have on that field. Just to, just the players uh, going into battle. Yeah, good stuff. Now. Before we let you go, thank you for joining us, mate. We know you're busy in, in New Zealand, but your training group, is that still going? Like, is, was it Mark Hughes, is Kirk Gidley, Steve Crow and Co? Well, still going or not? Yeah, well, it, it is going. It definitely is. But we've had a little bit of a – we've got through a winter and we've, we've, we've binged on it and then we've gone off a little bit, but we've got to get back. We've got to get back into uh, what we're doing. We've got, we've got a couple of likely characters, as you know, in our, our group, and sometimes we can fall off the rails a little bit and we've got to get back on. So <laughs> What about Chief? We're, we're on our way back. We'll, uh, Does Chief train? Uh, What's yeah, Chief, Chief doing? Awesome. Uh, yeah, he trains with us. He, he does uh, a lot of um, range of movement, I guess you could call it, <laughs> uh, just getting the body going, and he gets into it. Chief, he gets right into it, loves the boxing, and as I keep saying, mate, it's always about that, that chat and that coffee at the end of it and the swim. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah that's great. Yeah, I've, I've just I've just uh, got me all myself from the airport, nearly into Auckland. I've, I've just board board my car crew, which is uh, Jade Braley. Brails has come over with me, and uh, I've got my two boys who are very lucky to be running out um, as a ball boy tomorrow night. Oh, that's awesome! Night, so awesome. For that. So Jaden Braley didn't get a he didn't have a feed on the plane. Did you say he was hangry? Was he? he's very hangry? <laughs> he didn't eat the plane because he's an athlete. But um, yeah, he did not eat on the plane. So. He might go up into his room and tuck into a club singer. I don't know. Hey, is he? Um, how long till he's back? He's back running now, is he, or how far yeah, away Brails is he? Is running, he's running, running really well. Yeah, yeah good. He'll, he'll be right. You know, first first day of preseason when he'll get back into it and he'll start that process again. So, um, you know, it, it's it's tough on being the club captain and the team captain and to see the team where they are and you know, Brail's got all the support in the world and he knows he'll be back. So. Um, you know, you can't wait to see the boys take the take the field on Saturday night either. Good stuff. Yeah, Betsy. Look, thanks for your time. I know you're busy in in New Zealand, and 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 thanks for the thank the boys for the game they gave us last Sunday with uh, the Raiders. One of the best games of rugby league that I have seen in years. It was amazing. Hopefully, that can be repeated again this week against the Warriors. Good luck, mate, and thanks for your time on Sports Day. Cheers, man. Thanks, boys. No worries. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sports update for Red Energy. Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity in and gas, I should say. Pride or cash, baggy green or a better pay packet. Sydney Thunder all-rounder Daniel Sams believes more Australian cricketers will abandon state and national commitments to pursue opportunities in a high-paying global teacher. I can see we, this happening. We talked well, about we talked about this yesterday. It's starting to happen anyway, isn't South it? South African cricket. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I just – well, the IPL is taking over. So, so they, the, when you talk about national commitments, is that more the Red Bull? 
Well, whatever's happening at that time. So let's, for example, in January in Australia, we generally have maybe some test matches and some ODIs or something. West Indies and and Pakistan. Pakistan. So, uh, and a great example is the South African test team that's going to New Zealand in January is a B-grade team. second grade, yeah. And the reason is because their players are going to go and play the IPL. And I know it's not in India, but Mm. they call it the IPL in... um, in Abu Dhabi, mm. and it's funded by the IPO. It's only a short comp, Three but it's causing damage. It? Four well, weeks? Yeah, it's four weeks, I think. But last year's Sats, we also lost some of our great uh, international players who were playing in the Big Bash. They cut short the tournament here mm. to go and play in the IPO. Chris, I mean, Chris Lynn's one of them as well. Yep. Um, so we lose them from our domestic competition as well that we want to – it's on TV every night. We want to see the best players. I think what they've got to do, Sats, is block out certain periods because they've got to they've got to protect Test cricket at all costs. Well, they've got to try and protect state level cricket first and foremost, so they so they get to play that that longer version, the four day, the four day um, state level anyway. But how do you do that? But that's hard when it goes for five months. I know. It's how do you do that when you've got you know, so much. This, this, I'm not going to say low-hanging fruit, but you've got these opportunities everywhere that you can easily snap up and make really quick, easy money. I, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised domestic shield cricket is still going. I agree with you, yeah. I really am, which is sad. Remember once upon a time you used to be able to, like I was, a, was before the Bulls, the Queensland-Sheffield Shield team, you could you could name pretty much from the open all the way to batter number 11 and the 12th man as well. And admittedly, a lot of them were playing for Australia, but in saying that, it was just start so much part of your staple diet, the Sheffield Shield cricket. But, yeah, it's it's a shame. It's a shame. And, and you can't protect five months, right? But you can protect, say, December, January. So Australian cricket, you've got two months to get your international series and your test matches in. Then outside of that, you've got, you've got T20 competitions around the globe. What we need to do is we actually need to make the Big Bash even stronger in Australia to stop those players going to the IPL, which is hard, right? Because if you sign a contract with one club, you've got a contract. If they own a club in in Abu Dhabi, guess what? You're playing two comps. And if you're getting paid a million bucks for both, you're going to do it, right? So I, I, I don't know. I, 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 we just gotta, we've got to protect Test cricket because it is still the pinnacle of cricket. Mm. There's nothing better than seeing Australia play India, Australia play... Uh, England, and even Australia play New Zealand. And you want to see those games at full strength, don't you? Mm. Anyway, interesting to see what happens uh, there. I can understand why the cricketers are taking those lucrative contracts because you're only in the game for a certain amount of time. Yep. I wish I could play cricket. I really do. Trust Red Energy's Aussie team to look after you. Call them today for 100% Australian electricity and gas. This is Sports Day. Our warm-up segment's on the way next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Uh, welcome back to it. You're right there. Uh, time for our warm-up segment. Thanks to Reem, except nothing less than Australia's best Reem. Melbourne hosts the Roosters tomorrow night, 7.50. Jerome Hughes is in doubt. He is. In extreme doubt. Ongoing What's the difference complaint. between in doubt and extreme doubt? Is that just another way well, of... When, when you're in doubt... It just takes someone like me yeah. to add an extra word to it. Right. It's, yeah. like, it's like the weather now. Uh, thunderstorm. No, 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 no. Rain bomb. No, you're in doubt early in the week. 
Right. If it's the day before the game and you're yeah. still not cleared, you're in extreme doubt. But you're still in doubt. Yeah, but in doubt is, oh, he might come good a day before the game and you're still worrying about whether he's going to play. That's Well, then he should be doubt. out <laughs> without he, doubt. He won't be out until tomorrow lunchtime. What about, what about without doubt? <laughs> Can you do that? I don't, you know what? I've got to say – uh, the Roosters on paper are a very good side when you go toe-to-toe. I think they've got a better bench than what the Melbourne Storm do. Uh, but in saying that, the players that have come, which are uh, you know, in in the modern game, they call them the back five, which is Tedesco is one of the best players in the game. Mm. And then you've got two wingers, two centres. I don't know where a lot of their points come from. If they create really good opportunities, I don't know whether they've got the strike force to, to score those tries where – even if Jerome Hughes is out, Tyron Wishart will probably come to halfback. Now, what I would do, I'd move Nick Meany to halfback, mm. and I would put young Sua Faialonga at fullback. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, or even just bring Sua Faialonga onto the bench and just bring him on when they need that spark. So either way, I think he's got to be in the 17, just to, I suppose, just to gloss over some of that that class that uh, Hughes will bring you. Ollum's back. He's been playing at the Sunshine Coast Falcons yep. for what seems to be ages. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's He's, What a massive in. Well, that's a good fear factor. I mean, they're concerned about his hunger, yeah. and they have been for a number of weeks. That's why he's gone back to uh, Host Plus Cup, Queensland Cup. So, yeah, him coming back into the game is a little bit like, you know, you just you hold the ball at the, at the gate and all of a sudden you just release it. So, mm. um, Who wins? You know what, my... My head is still telling me that Melbourne are going to win. At home? At home. Munster, Harry Grant, um, you know, Will Warbrick. Jerome Hughes is a massive out. Yep. If, if that ends up being true, he's the guy who links all these players together. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think the Roosters have got a better team, better forward pack on paper. They've got a better forward pack Without on paper. Without Maria Hargraves as well. Yeah, Lindsay Collins and Young... Young Wong and and Victor Radley and and Co Fletcher Baker they're 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 a really good four pack. Can they convert that into points? I'm not quite sure, but I think at home maybe Melbourne by two or four. Okay, close game. Let's go over the ditch very quickly. Yep. Of course, we we heard from Denny Badiris earlier. They sound relaxed and confident. The Newcastle. Well, Knights. he does because he doesn't have to put his. No, boots that's on. true. Johnson versus Carlin Ponga. What a what a contest that'll be. It's this is. Two ways to look at this. Can the Warriors handle all their excitement and can they get lost in the noise a little bit like Newcastle did against Canberra? They got lost there at stages during the game. Uh, but I think with this game, Sean Johnson, I'm pretty sure he's going to play and could have played last week. But I think with him back, home crowd, I think the the Warriors will do a little bit what Newcastle ended up doing to Canberra last week. The crowd will be like their 18th player. What are Newcastle now going for 10 on the trot? 11 on the trot. 11 on the trot. Yeah. Form, mate, I always think in finals, form is the big the big decider here. And I reckon Newcastle will cause an upset. It wouldn't surprise you because they're playing that well. So my heart and my head is telling me that, and my gut is telling me that maybe the Warriors will win. And if they win, I think they win big. But if they don't, I think the Knights win in an arm wrestle. But I'm going to say the Warriors. Okay. Uh, that's our warm-up segment for Ream, except nothing less than Australia's best and install a Ream, Australia's favourite hot water. When we come back, uh, we'll wrap up the show with Chris Nelson with a Racing Queensland update. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Yeah, imagine what you could be buying instead. Chris Nelson is joining us. There's a bit of controversy going on in the Nelso pad 
this afternoon. Uh, there's a loose cat mm-hmm. playing up, and and Nelson doesn't like it when his pussy cat makes an appearance it's on these crosses. Uh, <laughs> loose cannon, loose, Nelson? complete loose cannon. Well, we're actually we've had so many texts come through. Here's yeah. one. Uh, Barry from Birong uh, says, "Why can't Nelsa? Why can't Nelsa's cat pick winners? He's no good at it." That's again. These are texts from real listeners. <laughs> Where's Sh- Bill Tong? Shirley from Logan yeah. says, oh, "I prefer oh, yeah. Nelsa's cat." Yeah. <laughs> These are real texts. Yes, yes, I'm sure they are, Jace. I'm sure they are. And there's Terry here from. Milpera. Yes. Is that yes. you, Sats, joining in? Yeah, Terry from Milpera no, says... Toowoomba. Is it Toowoomba? Yeah, Terry oh. from Toowoomba. No, mine says Milpera. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> What's he say? He says, Chris, how come Chris Nelson doesn't sound like a jockey like every other person that <laughs> gives tips? Oh, I can. <laughs> right here, can you just talk to us? What's happening this weekend? Well, I'm not going to give any tips now after those uh, rude we'll put your cat on. that came through. <laughs> yes. Uh, look, Peter from Pakenham good... said, we are, Great, oh, shut thanks. up, you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jeez, he was quick on the text, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. I'll finally win. Margaret from no. Merribra is on. No. She just said, look, I'll, I'll, I'll have a winning weekend then. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, racing this weekend in Queensland, guys. If you'd like to know, our feature meeting is at Eagle Farm. We also race at the Gold Coast on the Poly Track. We race at Dolby. It's Dolby Cup Day. Ah. We head out to Dolby. It's the big day at Dolby. No Toowoomba meeting because everyone heads to Dolby for Dolby Cup. Wait, hang on. Uh, Andrew McCulloch's yeah. in Dolby this weekend. He's what? in Roma. I thought, no. But he was going to Dolby on the way, wasn't he? Carl Webb, he's a Dolby boy. Well, is he? Dolby is, Devils. Is, uh, can you confirm that Andrew McCulloch is putting the sash on the winning horse? Can I confirm it? Yes. No. Okay, okay great. Right. Thanks. Move on. Uh, we also race at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday, and we've got some cup meetings also at Atherton and Springshore. Atherton and Springshore. Springshore, west of Mackay, near Rolleston Mine. Is it? Yeah, nice little there town. You yeah. There you go. Yep. Uh, Interstate-wise, we've got some very... West of Rocky, big... I should say. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yes, yes. I'll start again. <laughs> uh, Interstate-wise, we have some very, very strong representation this weekend. Tony Gollan's got Antino resuming at Flemington. And Skirt the Law, the Magic Millions winner, also goes around there at Flemington. Uh, we've got Star Tontes going around in Sydney. So some really good representation uh, for Queensland horses this week. And there are a couple of others thrown in as well. So Queensland flag is flying. I think we can get at least probably one or two winners out of that lot. Yeah, nice. Did you know Tony Gollan could mm. have been a Brisbane Bronco? Yes, he's very good um, mm. league player. He is. Yeah. What? Yep, I did hear that. Yeah. yeah, nice. He chose the right path, I might add. He certainly did. Yeah. All right, mate. Uh, I'm done well out of it. Now, no tips because... Uh, no, what's your cat think? No. Uh, she's got a tip. She likes Eagle Farm, race seven, number 11, Insta Good each way at about $10. Oh, now Sats is interested. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Has your cat yeah. got an Instagram page? Uh, I think my daughter might have actually set one up years ago, but I don't know where it is now. And I don't know what it's called, oh. and I'm not finding out. So what was that again? That was uh, Eagle Farm, race, race 7. Race 7, number yep. 11, Insta Good. Did I say Instagram? Insta, no, Insta Good. No, Insta no, good. say Insta Good. Yeah. Well, Insta, yeah. by implying Insta, that means Instagram. Yeah. So yes. there you go. So, all right, all right, Nell. So uh, give the cat a pat for us. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. You have – you. 
You have issues with wildlife at your place. If it's not the cat, it's oh. the birds. Mm. No, I've had issues with a bush turkey for about three weeks too, <laughs> and I've beaten it. I've beaten the bush. If anyone whoa, wants whoa, to know whoa, how whoa. to beat a bush turkey, hey, let whoa. me know. Just RSPCA, give me a call. RSPCA, mate. Yeah, RSPCA. No, 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 no. Not beaten, as in I've outfoxed it. Oh, yeah, no, what do you put a fox, fox onto it no. for? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, outsmarted. Mm. Would you believe that? Yeah, that we don't Probably believe. Not, yeah. All right, Nelson. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend. See you guys.